Chapter 2. Naturalistic Decision-Making Case of the Day A Case Annie was a third-year emergency medicine resident on her trauma rotation. A gang-related shooting and three new traumas were about to arrive, and Annie was preparing herself for the incoming patients. While she had assisted with trauma procedures and practiced leading trauma resuscitations in the simulation lab, this was going to be her first time leading a trauma resuscitation in real life. When the patients arrived, the paramedics quickly gave a story of how one had a gunshot wound to the chest, another had a gunshot wound to the abdomen, and a third received one to the leg. The patient with the wound to the chest was hypoxic and in respiratory distress. The abdominal wound patient was complaining of pain, but his blood pressure was low and drifting lower. The leg wound was complaining of pain only. Annie pondered the situation. It was up to her and her team to figure out how to best approach these patients. How would she triage these new patients? Question for the reader. Based upon the theory of naturalistic decision-making, how is this different than if Annie were asked to evaluate and prioritize the patients in a practice examination? Overview. Overview. Naturalistic decision-making. Naturalistic decision-making was a theory developed by Gary Klein and Judith Arasanu that attempts to provide a framework for how people make decisions in the cognitively complex real-world environment. A central goal of naturalistic decision-making is to identify the cues that experts utilize for making complex decisions. Here's the background. Prior to the development of the naturalistic decision-making theory, most decision-making research was performed in a research lab setting. However, Klein and colleagues realized that the artificial setting of the lab may not accurately represent how people make decisions in their everyday lives. In the research lab, people would typically look at all the options and give each of them equal weight. By observing experts in practice, however, Klein's group discovered that people approached decisions differently and did not compare all options in an equal and systematic approach, as had been seen in the research lab. Initially, Naturalistic decision-making researchers focused on field research of individuals who make decisions in high-stakes settings. In 1989, the first naturalistic decision-making conference was held and the foundation for NDM was set up. Natural decision-making researchers discovered that people frequently made decisions based on pattern recognition from previous experience, tacit knowledge. Prior experiences help people categorize the current situation and choose a response based upon the category most consistent with the current situation. However, this may not necessarily be the best response when compared with a systematic review and analysis of all possible responses. One of the most popular models associated with NDM is the recognition-primed decision model. This model explains why people can make good decisions based on pattern recognition without comparing all the options. Initially, a person would pattern match a situation based upon prior experiences. This followed by a more analytical evaluation of the response, wherein the person mentally simulates the scenario and response. Based upon the simulation, the person will either adapt the response to the current situation or find a new response to fit the current situation. Another theory that shares similarities with NDM is the less is more theory proposed by Goldstein and Geigerenzer. This theory suggests that the correct answer can often be derived 
more accurately with less information. While this may initially sound counterintuitive, the theory relies upon using only specific, targeted heuristics. Recognition. As more information is added, more cues are utilized to determine the response. However, summing the multiple cues may be less accurate than relying upon the initial cue, since not all cues are equally accurate. Modern takes on this theory. Given the number of high-pressure, high-stakes decisions made in medicine, naturalistic decision-making has been increasingly studied in this field. This theory is of particular importance for emergency medicine or other acute care physicians who must frequently make decisions quickly and efficiently while simultaneously identifying the critical no-miss diagnoses that are low in frequency and high risk. A recent qualitative study using head-mounted video gear by emergency physicians found that a physician's differential diagnosis was primarily created before or within the first five minutes of an encounter with a patient, which is consistent with the naturalistic decision-making theory. This may also be seen when emergency providers must rapidly evaluate and triage severity of injuries when selecting the order of transport during mass casualties. Macrocognition is a comprehensive framework that evaluates several components of cognitive phenomena occurring in the natural environment, including NDM, sense-making, planning, adaptation, and problem detection and coordination. This theory suggests that experts will use multiple environmental and experimental cues to help identify the big picture. In the emergency department, this would be represented by the more senior emergency physician identifying and rapidly narrowing the differential diagnosis, while the more novice trainee might struggle with determining the diagnosis. In high volume or high acuity scenarios, previous mental rehearsal may be valuable for helping clinicians make sense of complex environments, as has been seen in previous studies of critical care medicine. Here are some other examples of where this theory could apply. In fields combining high-stakes scenarios with short clinical decision-making time, such as during surgery or in the emergency department, naturalistic decision-making will be utilized to make rapid and timely decisions based upon prior knowledge. These decisions may be facilitated by encouraging learners to mentally rehearse particular challenging cases, as well as supplementing the experiences with practice in a simulation environment. When facing these challenges during high-stress testing scenarios, the learner can be better prepared by practicing questions in a similar environment to the real test scenario. Perhaps the most significant value is in helping learners to identify why some of their decisions may differ from the experts. The additional expertise of more senior clinicians will lead to more rapid and accurate decisions in line with the naturalistic decision-making model. Limitations of this theory. Research in naturalistic decision-making is often criticized regarding its validity and methods. Bias is often introduced since the process of decision-making is frequently studied using statements and reviewed thoughts from decision-makers. Therefore, while there is extensive qualitative data, it is challenged to have quantitative data to support NDM. Additionally, this often contrasts the approach from Kahneman and colleagues, which theorizes that many decisions that involve intuition, system one, or fast thinking, are not as accurate as when analytical or slow thinking is utilized. Therefore, 
It is important to note that during more complex or nuanced cases, experts often forcibly slow down and think systematically, therefore avoiding naturalistic decision-making, and devote more cognitive efforts to the task at hand. Returning to the case. Case of the day! Annie used her previous experience to quickly triage and categorize these patients. The numerous shifts where her attending had emphasized various triage skills with multiple scenarios had primed her to think through and react to this critical situation. She asked the trauma team to evaluate the patient with abdominal pain for possible operative management, while she and the emergency team evaluated the chest wound patient, which required intubation and a tube thoracostomy. Since she knew that the leg wound was less serious, Annie quickly wrote pain control orders for this patient before returning her focus to the more critical patients. Annie reflected after this episode about the importance of experience, whether gained in a real life or simulated environment. She realized now why it was so important for her to participate in practice oral examinations and trauma simulations about similar cases. She reflected upon how grateful she was for the high-volume exposure she experienced as a junior resident. But now, this case had also fully affirmed the need to think through and mentally rehearse similar situations prior to an actual occurrence. As she sent the last of the three patients off to the operating room, she considered how she might utilize this experience to benefit others during her upcoming teaching sessions.